Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. My Bump to Baby is one of the UK's leading parenting platforms. You can find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes and lessons wherever you are in the UK. Not only that, but you can read our honest reviews on the latest products, days out and services that you as parents need to know about. We also work with trusted financial advisors, family law solicitors and now estate agents too. If you would like to find your nearest trusted expert, head over to www.mybump2baby.com. Are you a parent looking to start a small business? Perhaps you've no idea where to start. Or maybe you've already got a small business and you're struggling to take it to that next level. My Bumped Baby is here to support you. My Bumped Baby business offers training packages, mentorship programs, one-to-one support and e-courses. If you would like more information on how to grow your business with My Bumped Baby, then email us. Our email address is info at mybump2baby.com. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert Podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today, I am joined by the lovely Tamsin Brewis from Water Babies. And Tamsin is going to be telling us everything we need to know about baby swimming. I hope you enjoy this episode.
Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. Today, I am joined by the lovely Tamsin, franchise owner of Water Babies Books and Beds. So hello, Tamsin, how are you? Hi, Colour. I'm very well, very well. Thank you for having me, actually. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. So, Tamsin, today we're going to be talking about the benefits of baby swimming, aren't we? And I'm really looking forward to asking you a lot of questions around this because there are so many benefits. Completely. There are um, they're all the hidden benefits as well as the, the, the ones that you, you know, the physical ones that you see. So taking your baby swimming, of, uh, of course, swimming is a life skill and actually getting them in the water early means that they will learn to swim earlier. So that's, you know, the the obvious one, but there are so many physical benefits working against the water, mental benefits of actually helping build, you know, brain pathways and actually bonding with parents. So yeah, there there are loads and loads um, that we can talk about today. Oh, I'm excited for that. So Tamsin, let me get started um, with, with a question of, from one of our parents, when is the best time to start your baby with swimming lessons? Okay. Well, I would say the best time is really when you, as the parent, are ready. Your baby um, can swim from birth, to be honest with you. There's no reason why you can't take them swimming from birth. Um, But the factors that define that are really things like pool temperatures. So uh, a a tiny baby, um, sort of under three months of age, really needs to go into a pool, which is a hydrotherapy pool or warm water pool over 32 degrees. Um, uh, Once they've they've sort of got to three months uh, and around about sort of 12, pounds you know six kilos in weight then they can go into the pools of 30 degrees plus but it's really actually dependent on you as the parents because you need to be ready you need to feel confident and comfortable about coming swimming uh, with your little one and also you need to feel comfortable that you can juggle you know the swim bag with everything else that you're you're dealing with as as a new parent so really that's the honest answer about it I would say babies about three months but parents when you're ready that's brilliant. And and Tamsin, what, what are the benefits from starting so young then? Um, well, really starting young, um, you know, lots of people say to us, well, can they swim? Can babies swim? Well, no, no, they can't swim and they won't learn to swim on the surface. Your child won't learn to swim on the surface until they're about two and a half, two and a half, three. However, by coming swimming with them early, you're introducing them to the world of physical activity and making it a family activity, actually, from a very early age. So being, you know, your baby has just been in amniotic fluid for the best for nine months or so. And really, it's almost like transferring them to that same sort of environment. Uh, It's just being a swimming pool. So coming early means that you spend time with your baby on a one-to-one basis. There's no other interruptions except the swimming teachers or other parents in the classes, but no telephones or computers or anything like that going on. So, And that one-to-one time is very, very important. Um, It's very good in terms of skin-to-skin contact with your baby. Um, I mean, I ask how many parents actually get in the bath with their baby babies or shower with their tiny babies again something which is really really good to do with them uh, because again you're building a very good bonding experience you're building um, from from very young you start to build up muscles um, and the and your baby's uh, body muscles um, because they're working against water if you think about it, you're in in water so it's resistance that you're working on and you're actually as I say getting into the world of physical activity be, being making that part of your family really um, to go forward 
That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, there's so, there's so many things really, just making your baby stronger. And like you said, them being in amniotic fluid for so many months, you know, that that's probably a place they're quite familiar with, isn't it, really? They've been there mainly. Yeah, completely. It's it's where they've been. And if, you know, your baby's brain is um, is at the stage is developing. So the the experiences you give them when they're tiny are experiences that will um, actually help to mould and define uh, some of those pathways in the brain. We're not born with a fear of water, for example. So taking them swimming um, and you being happy in the water with them is a really positive thing. Why should we, you know, why should they actually go through a phase of actually learning a fear of water? I would say learning a, a respect of water is a much more important thing to be able to do. So doing things with your little ones when they're tiny is a really nice thing to do and you are you know you're setting those foundations in place from a from a very young age really is what you're doing with them definitely definitely I know something that um was was on my mind when when George was little was what nappies do you need to get because I actually remember and I'm going to share this because I want other parents to actually kind of not feel embarrassed by it but I remember taking George in a normal nappy and it swelled massively (laughs) (laughs) and it was it's like I don't know if anyone's listening that has done this but I've actually um, put nappies in the washing machine before and you should see the results it's awful (laughs) to deal with so so what nappies do you recommend that, that parents get for their little ones? Right. So, um, I mean, the swimming industry, the baby swimming industry has really developed in this area, which is fantastic. So the majority of swim schools and swimming pools and clubs and so forth will now ask for babies to wear um, what they call swim nappies, which tend to be paper nappies or a reusable equivalent of a paper nappy. And you can buy those in Boots, Mother Cares, the supermarkets and so forth anyway. Um, However, if you're... um, uh, a sort of mindset like me about recycling um you know nappies can be paper nappies can be a bit of a problem for that so now you can buy cotton under nappies um which are lovely um and then on top of those you you use what is known as a neoprene nappy known as a happy nappy um and uh, they are like little neoprene trunks really but the the, the big, most important thing about them is that they have a, a band around the waist and a band around the tops of the legs which helps to contain everything so if i'm if i'm <laughs> if i'm if graphical here no that's fine <laughs> well uh, babies will wee in the swimming pool yes they will and the happy and the nappies uh won't stop that but however if they poo in the pool we need it to be contained um because otherwise you have to clean the pools down so that's really the purpose of the happy nappy um is to to do that now um splash about who are sort of one of the leaders in this field of of nappies um have actually just brought out a nappy called a duo nappy and actually it has that liner that sort of cotton liner um inbuilt into it so you you pay for one product which will last you certainly for should be about three months four months anyway um and that will that's all you need is your basic uh, starting point really um so uh yes have a look at you know water babies um i've got them on our, our website um and, and splash about and so forth um are the the nappies um if you um if you then want to go a little bit further you can get wetsuits for babies when they come swimming and you can get wetsuits with the nappies built into them oh, so wow goodness i know so you can get things called happy nappy wetsuits. And in fact, there is now a duo nappy wetsuit as well, um, which has the happy nappy as the base, but it has a covering for the upper 
uh, part of the body. So covers the chest and the arms. Now, uh, babies cannot uh, would, uh, find it difficult to regulate their body temperatures, to be more honest, until they're about a year old, 11 months, a year old. So in uh, particularly in the winter months, um, it's worth looking at wetsuits because they really do the job that they're supposed to do and they keep the babies warm, just like an adult wetsuit will, will and keep you warm if you're wearing one. Um, and think about it. If you go swimming and you're standing up in a swimming pool, sometimes you, you have a draft across your shoulders and so you duck down under the water to keep your warm well babies experience the same thing really so that's where the wetsuits come in and are, are really really useful um, and will help to keep their body temperatures um, what I would say is that if you decide to use a wetsuit uh, you can put a wetsuit onto a dry baby but if you've been in the swimming pool and then you decide to put the wetsuit on actually your baby's body temperature has already dropped so the wetsuit really won't do anything at all so it's better to start with the wetsuit on and if you want to take it off take it off but not the other way around it's, ah, it's how it works that's yeah. interesting and and um with the wetsuits that you guys um have an offer do they start from newborn or what age do they start from they start from newborn so they wow. start from not well actually newborn and then sort of not to three months and then they go up um and you can get wetsuits all the way up for all ages of children actually um the the other thing that you can look at um so there are as i say there's um, a wetsuit which has the nappy built in or you can buy things called wraps which actually um go over the happy nappy and wrap wrap around the body um if your baby tends to grow is growing very fast particularly in length the the wraps are great for that um but they must be fitted tightly on their bodies uh, it, like a like an adult wetsuit um, so that they, you know, it doesn't matter if you've got uh, space at the top over the straps, but it, they need to fit around the body. The other thing that um, is available on the market as well is, is a fleecy lined wetsuit. Oh, that sounds blooming great. <laughs> I have one of them at home. <laughs> <laughs> well they're like um rash vests that you buy for children or adults wear rash vests when they swim and when you know they swim in cold water and they have a um it a kind of fleecy liner they don't have any neoprene in them because some some children are allergic to neoprene so that they cover that problem um and they um again they work in terms of keeping the babies really warm but they don't have to fit tightly they just keep the babies nice nice and warm so um i you know i would say for the tiny babies the fleecy lined ones are absolutely wonderful they they again they do, they do the job that they're supposed to do um and work they're very effective in what they do certainly um some i I, I think some people are under the illusion or think that a sun vest or a sunsuit will work as a, as a warm, an outer warm layer. And they don't. They, they are there purely for the sun. Um, and in, in if you go swimming or you go on holiday or you've got paddling pools out in the summer, those are brilliant because the fabric is very, very finely woven so that they will actually um, cut out the, the sun's rays and any um, swimwear that you use in the summer, you should check that they are UVA, UVB um, filters, you know, within the fabric, uh, because, again, they do that job really, really well. That's great advice. Brilliant. And if someone didn't have potentially the money to splash out into a wetsuit straight away, what if they had a little girl or little boy? What should those children, what could those children get from, say, a supermarket? That Can they just get a normal swimsuit or...? 
Yes, they can. Um, and what I would say is if you were just going to take your little ones swimming in the local swimming pool, um, you know, getting the paper nappies um, or, as I say, a cotton uh, equivalent. And to compare, give you an idea of prices. So a pack of um, paper swim nappies from the supermarkets are about four ninety nine, five ninety nine. Sometimes they're on offer. Um, the cotton uh, pants are tend to be anything from five ninety nine to seven ninety nine as just individual little pants. So um, you know if you're if you go swimming regularly, they're going to last you longer. So they're a better investment factor. Um, your happy nappies are about twelve pounds, twelve pounds fifty. The the over nappies and the majority, I would think, every swim school will insist on on uh, happy nappies being used. Um, the duo nappies, I think, are on the market at the moment on the Splash About websites and so forth at about sixteen pounds fifty, seventeen pounds. But bear in mind, they've got the liners built in. So again. Uh, you know, um, they will last you certainly for 10, 12 weeks. Um, but otherwise, um, you should certainly have at least as your minimum with a, with a, a baby, a paper nappy plus, um, you know, on the baby, really. And if you want to wear a swimsuit on top, you can certainly do that as well. That's yeah. brilliant. That's perfect. Thank you so much for that. So in regards to your water babies classes, your fantastic classes, how long are those sessions? Um, so uh, swimming lessons at Water Babies, our lessons are 30 minutes long. So you're in the water for 30 minutes with your little one. And they are instructor-led sessions um, at Water Babies. And what we're aiming to do is give you the parents skills so that you feel confident to go swimming with your little one um, outside of the lessons as well. Um, now, babies learn. Um, they learn incredibly quickly, but small steps is probably the best way to describe it to you. Um, so we will repeat things um, we'll we'll teach through play and through through, through songs um, we'll progress um, activities as well so that uh, they're learning you know step by step um, but we'll always go back over things but we're also teaching um, the parents as well because uh, they they are our helpers in the water with their little ones so it's a learning learning environment for them as well um, so that they move forward um, so that's what you'll tend to find in formal lessons. Some some lessons uh, you may find are more like play, just play sessions or free form play sessions where someone is there just to help if you'd like some help. Um, but as I say, at Water Babies, we are instructor led and um, we, we want you to have fun more than anything. If it's no good teaching, if, if we're, we're not all having fun together and the babies aren't having fun, because that's how you learn. And the more enjoyment we get out of the lessons and you get out of the lessons, the more you'll learn as we go forward. That's that's yeah, totally understand that. That's great. And if you're learning at the same time as having fun, brilliant. So um, in a water baby's swim class, then is there a certain structure that you guys follow or is every teacher um, owner of the, the franchise different? Um, no, we have a program that stretches all across the country. I mean, you can find water babies offices and water babies swimming lessons, I think virtually everywhere in the UK, just yes. about. I think, uh, you know, the top of Snowdonia. No, I don't think we've got that far. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> uh, uh, but we do work to a structure and, and what we call schemes of work for the different age groups of the children. So, um, and 
we the age groups are a guideline um, and we know what the children should be able to achieve on land if you like at their, that age group and then we adapt for um, the watery environment now there are things that children can do in water for example that they may not be able to do on land so if you think about it something like propulsion in the water of lying lying on a woggle and kicking their legs um, they can lie on the floor and kick their legs but actually in water that you've got the propulsive mo- motion of going forward as well mm. so we we know what they can achieve or what they they're working to as land-based and, and what we do is then adapt for water for water really um, and the two work very much hand in hand um, so the fundamental skills that you have on land are fundamental we have fundamental skills for the water as well really um, so yes yeah, so you should find that the uh, there are sim- similar content in different parts of the country. There may be some differences because we're all individual teachers. We're all individual people. And we will obviously teach the, uh, you know, we'll teach as we are as a, as a person, certainly. But the generally the content and the outlines for the lessons are, um, we're all working to the same sort of structure. Yeah, certainly. That's great. And and so, um, of course, I, I know they are fully safe for babies, but are the classes fully safe for babies at Water Babies? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we um, So one of the things we're very proud of is the training that we give our, our instructors. And I think uh, sometimes uh, people think it's something that you can, you know, watch for a couple of hours and then teach. Um, if I said to you, it probably takes three months to train a Water Babies teacher wow. from start it's a long a long program so we 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 do what is known as a diploma a level three diploma in in baby swimming mother and baby uh, parent to baby swimming I should say not mother and baby swimming because we have lots and lots of daddies who come and grandparents who come as well Um, and we do that under the guidance of Swim England the main swimming body here in the UK and we do life-saving qualifications and safeguarding qualifications, um, all, all of those sorts of things, which we renew and update on a regular basis as well. Um, we send our new teachers away um, to uh, a course where they're away for seven days, where they do masses of uh, learning in the swimming pool. And we, uh, we teach them about uh, child development from birth through to the age of five. We talk about things like um, what we call in the industry water wobbles. So when when children go through the stage of separation from their parents um, and learn their own identity, which is round about the age of one to 18 months when they're learning to walk. Um, and why that happens, why that happens as a process and why it's so important that it, it happens, um, because it's all about learning about independence and the child realizing that they're at their own little person. That is really, really important. So we, we cover lots of things like that. The terrible twos, um, stages, um, when children will plateau, um, when almost like they've taken on too much information and they need to, um, absorb that information. So they may not, um, so you may see it in the swimming pool is that they're not progressing for a period of time and then suddenly everything comes together um, and they progress Um, these are all really normal things and they're normal in the process of learning not just in a swimming pool but on dry land as well Um, and one of the things I would say to any parent is every single child is different and every child learns at a different rate and you'll see some children who 
you know, one week they are holding on to the side of the pool and monkeying down the side of the pool. And a, and a child of an equivalent age can't do that. Um, but then suddenly, a couple of weeks later, they can do it. Um, so it's all about the individual child and uh, working with the individual child. So that's really important in our, our teaching of our teachers that they recognize that and teach what is in front of them. Um, and the expectation is not that the whole class will do X, Y and Z in this space of time, really. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone go. every child goes at their own speed, don't they, really? So that makes sense. So what age can children go to water babies until? Um, they can go to water babies until they're about uh, just over five, between five and six. Um, that will depend on the and the area and the swimming pools that we have, um, to be honest with you. Um, if you can imagine quite a lot of uh, children, by the time they're five, they're going to school, well, from four. Um, so you'll find that we'll be teaching the older children either after school hours or weekend classes. Um, so, uh, but yes, they can, they can, they can progress that far. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And what age have you seen children swimming safely on their own if they've started at the beginning of their, I suppose, their their life, really? Well, if I say to you that I, I have a, um, a, a six month old, five month old who can float on her own. What? Um, so. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Like to be to swim on their own you really are looking at so that so the children will swim underwater and they'll swim short distances underwater um from a young age generally about 18 months to actually as long as they're they're happy and they're confident um swimming on their own on the surface yes about two and a half um they may not have strokes or perfect strokes um but they may be um you know they can get from a to b um and they uh, one of the things i think that um um, is is just well it's magic it's just magic to watch actually is how strong these children are um and how so if you've had if you're if you swum with water babies from tiny and you know your child can climb out of the swimming pool at 18 months old oh. that's normal for that child they don't know any different and it's not until you see another child who hasn't done that that you suddenly realize actually my child is my child is brilliant and they are physically very strong and some of those things you'll then see in later life too how strong those children are um i was talking to a mum recently of a um he's not a little boy anymore he's uh, 15 actually and um he he sails um he goes sailing and he he loves sailing and he's doing really well with his sailing but she said you know he is phenomenally strong he can go out in high winds and the you know the adult instructors have said to him what you know he, he's just amazing he can control the sails and winds that you you just wouldn't expect at the age of that he is um and I think a lot of that she puts it down to him starting so young I'll be really honest with you my daughter who is uh, now in her 20s um she learned to dive so snor- uh, scuba dive at the age of 12 and um when she first started, the instructors were saying, you know, you'll go down and you'll use up all the air in your tank, um, probably in about five minutes, 10 minutes, and then you'll be back up to the surface. And that's quite normal because you're, you know, you may be panicking. Well, 15 minutes later, the instructor still hasn't come up with her. And when he comes up, he says she's only used half her tank. Um, wow. Five weeks old. So, you know, she has this phenomenal lung capacity. 
That's incredible. I mean, even, I mean, obviously it's important to swim all year round, but I think the time that a lot of parents, it highlights how important it is, is, is those summer months when, you know, you might be going on holiday or you might be going around water and it's just that nerve wracking feeling, isn't it? Like, oh, what if my child fell in or what if this happened? What if that happened? I know I get a lot of these kind of visions in my mind before we're going on holiday and, and it's just a worrying being around water, but having the confidence confidence to know that your child is is safe around water must be absolutely amazing at, at that such a young age yes absolutely and and I would never you know with with small children I would never advocate leaving them on their own near water at all but teaching them to respect water um and understanding um that that you know it's an environment in which they need to be sensible but a, you know, a child who um, is frightened of falling into into a pool or falling into the river uh, is more likely to panic. And the last thing we need them to do is panic, because when you panic in water, that is where you're more likely to drown. Um, we've heard these terrible situations over the last couple of years where people have gone swimming because the weather's been so good and, and have drowned, which is just so tragic. Um, so teaching children to, you know, if they fell in, to actually react by reaching out and, you know, to hold on to something or floating on their back will, if it gives them 20 seconds, it's 20 seconds more that actually you've got time to, you know, to get in and, and get and get them out. Um, so all of those things we cover. Safety is a big factor in, in the Water Babies program. And from very early on, we teach safety skills. Um, the children don't, you know, at the age of uh, a year, they don't realise that they're safety skills, but actually um, their reaction to things, you know, they naturally, if they fall in, will turn around and start holding onto the side and doing things like that, which is what we want them to do and, and, uh, and, and learn that that is important. So as I say, it's very much about respect and supervising children and um, later on with our, our sort of three-year-olds four-year-olds really we do teach them some basic life skills so understanding that if you're going to try and help someone who may have fallen and you lie down on your tummy um, and, and, and you know or um, throw a reaching pole to them or um, identifying the flags on the beach so you know the children can identify where where it's safe to swim so that they can you know bring those sorts of things up and, and understand you know what that means and if their parents are saying well you can't swim here because the flag is saying no they understand why they can't swim so yeah lots of things like that are covered in the lessons so there's so many benefits really because not only are you bonding with your baby and and all that it's also the safety side as well and and that's something that um you know uh, my mum we we didn't really go to swimming lessons and I've always been a bit scared of water and I would never want that for my child you know it, it's that, that that's just amazing that you cover all that and also obviously there's going to be mental health benefits isn't there really um so can you talk a bit about those yeah absolutely absolutely I will, I will say to you Carla I had a really bad experience as a child and, and actually that's what started me down the route of setting up water babies and take and because I said my children would never be scared of water um, I had a swimming teacher at the age of five who used to duck you underwater um, as you were swimming along with a float because she said you know it's important you understood oh, that that's what happened and oh. even day now if someone jumped on me in the swimming pool I think they might might <laughs> get you know a little bit of a you know me, me reacting to that yeah. so I completely understand where you're coming from and that's the last thing in the world I want um I think um you know swimming is uh is a is a 
activity. Mm. It's a, a physical activity. And lots of research is now showing how important it is that um, that children, but adults as well, do physical activity to help with their mental health. And um, I think, you know, being able to, you know, pregnant mums, um, spending going and sitting in a swimming pool or swimming up and down a swimming pool very gently it can really really help balance you it can really really help bring down any anxieties and concerns and worries um and i would say it's back to that whole thing about bringing swimming in as being part of your fitness um attitude within your family really um so there, you know, there's lots of there's a lot of research being done at the moment about pregnant women. If they are very anxious during their pregnancies, there is a high chance that anxiety will be part of their children's lives as well. So, if we can look after and go back to that stage when parents are, you know, when mums are pregnant, I should say, um, and help them in that sort of situation, I think that's a really important factor. And bringing, you know, when it comes to the children their babies and their new parents for the first time looking after them and giving them the reassurance and making them feel safe in the pool is as important for the parent as it is for the child Um, if you feel safe then you will relax and one of the things that again a lot of research is showing is that um, if the parents are relaxed in the swimming pool they create um, all the positive uh, lovely oxytocin hormones that we need um, and that passes through to their children so again that the children will relax and be safe um, within that swimming pool or feel feel happy I should say within that swimming pool really um, so any activity uh, whether it is swimming walking jogging anything like that is very good for your mental health and we certainly would like to see um, you know parents doing you know those activities with their children from a very young age so that the children start that off um, I had a, a really interesting concept the other day um, about thinking about your life as being a little bit like a jam jar and um for people who suffer from anxiety and actually if you fill the jam dial you put um, sand in the bottom and fill it with water um if you're feeling very anxious if you associate that jam jar with your life it's it's becoming full and everything is getting on top of you mm. um whereas actually if you think about it as the, the sediment at the bottom is your genetics and what you're made up of um you've got that that's part of you but then if you actually think about the water as being all the things around you that make you happy so your family your friends maybe your job if you really love your job um the hobbies that you have um the activities you, that you do actually your jam jar is getting fuller and fuller of all the really nice positive things in this world um and i think um you know i that's a good good way of thinking about for your children fill their fill their jam jars with all those lovely positive things i love that that is so nice and and finally um tamsin would you tell us a little bit about the benefits of continuing swimming like through the whole year because i know a lot of parents will start it in summertime and then you know it gets to winter time and and then it gets a bit cold and it's easy to kind of stop but what are the benefits of, of carrying it on all year well, so swimming all the way through the year um, is first, it's the continuity. So it's repeating um, and building on what, what you've done before. So it's continuity, like anything that we do, the more we do it, the better we get at it um, and the faster we learn. So that's, you know, the basics really of doing that. Um, there's a lot of... Um, talk about during the winter months you know the children get cold they might catch colds um they may get colds from the swimming pools um wet hair um makes gives them colds lots of things like that 
which actually they're all, if I'm honest with you, they're all myths. Um, we, we all catch colds because we come into contact with someone else who has got a cold or they've recently, um, you know, you can catch the cold from a supermarket trolley, for example. Um, and I would say in this world of pandemic, we, that's become very apparent, apparent mm. to us. Um, so, you know, other viruses work in that way as well. Swimming through the winter months is really good because it gives you routine. It gives you continuity. They help with mental health, certainly. Um, it also, um, it, it means that you're, you're doing a physical activity. Generally, you know, the swimming pools we use are warm um, and the changing rooms, um, you know, you're indoors when you get changed. Um, wearing a hat when you leave the pool and putting a hat on a baby is a good thing to do because we lose heat from our heads. But that's just like wrapping up to go outside anyway. Fresh air is, is good for us. Um, so getting out and about is really good for us. Um, even if it's, you know, a walk in, out in the countryside, again, that is that is really important for us. So keeping that continuity going is, is great. It means that we're doing some physical activity um, and it means that keeps our, mu- our mind happy, happy and healthy and our body happy and healthy as well. And that's the same for babies just as it is, is for, you know, us as adults as well. That's brilliant. Gosh, you've Tamsin, you've gone through so much. It's it's amazing, <laughs> honestly. Um, thank you so so much. Can you tell parents where they can find you um, and and water babies? Absolutely. Um, so if, if you'd like to know more about Water Babies Lessons, um, and even if you just want to talk to someone who knows something about swimming, um, and as you, I hope you can tell, I'm very passionate about this, um, have a look at our website, which is all the W's, waterbabies.co.uk, um, and you'll find um, a, a website where you can put your postcode in and it will, and it will link you to your nearest um, pools and, and offices, um, your starting point. You'll find us all on social media. So we have a main Water Babies is a Facebook site um, and our local offices um, also have uh, pages linked to that and we have uh, groups for all our mummies and daddies so for me um, I'm Water Babies Bucks and Beds and you'll find me on Facebook as Water Babies Milton Keynes Northampton and Bedfordshire so we'd love you to come and join us and as I say any questions feel free to ask us that's what we're here for. Well, you certainly know your, know your stuff, Tamsin, anyway, and, and you can hear how passionate you are about it, which is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Well, thank you, Carla. It's been an absolute delight and really, really enjoyed it and being able to share, um, you know, the subject, which I am very passionate about, definitely. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to My Bump to Babies Expert Podcast. If you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.